said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. another episode of life as i see it the podcast i'm your host jers aka life as i see it episode 195 we reached the 195 shouts to the homie gert <laughs> aka 95 gert on your socials you know what i mean shouts to the whole squad it's just me and the homie holding it down tonight so shout out to c the first lady shout out to rico key shout out to bad lungs aka woozy vegas Shout out to all of you listeners if it is your first time, because uh, if it's not, you already know the drill. But if it is your first time, make sure that you are subscribe to the pod on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure you check all visual content on our YouTube page, as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Uh, so, um, I'm, I'm actually going to start there. I want to start there because episode... 195 uh we in the 190s five away from 200 and just speaking about the 90s there was a cool little poll that i saw over the weekend that uh i never saw broken down like this so i'm gonna read it to y'all it's a little it's a little lengthy but basically it's talking about movie years what year had the best movie year in the 90s so they give you a uh, few movies every year from starting in 1990 all the way to 99, right? So I'm going to give y'all the breakdown. 1990, you got House Party and you got Mo' Better Blues. 1991, you got House Party 2, Boys in the Hood, Five Heartbeats, New Jack City, and Strictly Business. All of them joints dropped in 91. 92, you got Juice, Class Act, Mo' Money, Boomerang and Malcolm X. 93, you got CB4, What's Love Got to Do With It, Minister Society, Poetic Justice, Sister Act 2. 94, you got Fresh, Brooklyn, Jason's Lyric, Above the Rim, Low Down Dirty Shame. 95, 
You got dead presidents waiting to exhale, higher learning, vampire in Brooklyn, and Friday, 96. You got set it off, don't be a menace, a thin line between love and hate, the preacher's wife, and Fat Beach. 97, Baps, Love Jones, Eve's Bayou, Soul Food, and Booty Call. 98, Belly, Players Club, How Stella Got a Groove Back. Why do fools fall in love? And he got game. And to top it off in 99, you got In Too Deep, The Best Man, The Wood, and Life. And the title of this is, you can only watch one year of Black movies. So out of all of those years, 90 through 99, which year are you picking if you could only watch one year of Black movies? So, Gert, where are you going? Are you going <laughs> to... Are you going to stay true to form? Are you going on script? Or, or, or what, what year are you picking? Whole time you reading this shit. I'm trying to find the list. <laughs> I failed miserably. <laughs> I failed miserably trying to find it. Don't, e- don't even worry about it. That's what friends are for. So go ahead. Check your, check your shit right now. So I already read the list to everybody. And we're going to put this up. We're going to... Not only we're going to, this might even be the cover. This might be the cover because I want people to actually read it and I want to really get y'all thoughts. We're going to put a poll on IG. I know all of y'all didn't remember every movie I said. I don't expect you to. And we're going to break this down a little bit. We got a little bit of time. So, uh, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, you, what make it ill is that you can't mix and match. Like, you got to take one. You got to take one year. You You have to take one year. So I'm gonna tell you, like my all out of all of them, if 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 I could only pick one, see, you gotta look at if you could only pick one. But then, that's that's how that's it. You can this this is the title now. You can only watch one year of black movies. That's it. Now hear me out though. You got your favorite movie out of all of the favorite movies, right? But it might not be in the package you're looking for. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Your package. That package might be trash, right? But if if you got your favorite and you got like another good one or two with that package, this is crazy. Like 91 got mad movies. So you might be good on a road trip with with the box set. With the box set. Listen, I'm going to go. I'm 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 going 91. You you, going 91? I'm going. 90. I think, I, I think I'm going ninety two. I think I'm going ninety two. But is the boomerang or the more money? What What are you asking me? For you in ninety two? Is it the one, one of them? Did that it? No, you said you was going ninety two. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I I hate to be that guy, but Malcolm X and then Juice. Like, the, listen, here's the thing: class act is my, all of them is my shit. Boomerang is a super classic. Malcolm X goes without saying. Juice is a super classic. And Class Act is slept on. Class Act is one of them joints that slept on. Uh, I'm going 9-5. I'm going 9-5. I knew five. you were, though. I knew I'm, you. I just wanted you to say it. I'm going 9 I was waiting for you to say it. You know why? Like, that pack... Yeah, the, Brooklyn look. with Friday is crazy. Higher learning, like it's a lot. And then you got the ladies, one of the one of the greatest ah, ones for the ladies. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's probably what messed up black women is waiting to exhale, dog. 
What I'm saying is, though, before you go there, before you go there, because you're about to go crazy, let's stay here for a second. I'm just saying, regardless of our opinions of the movie and its effects, I'm saying I'm tossing the impact, it. The impact. I'm tossing it. I'm tossing it. That shit out the package. Gone. <laughs> that shit is a replay. I'm breaking up yeah. buds on that shit. There's no way. Yeah. That shit coming with me. Yeah, I'm that not watching it. I'm yeah. frisky in that shit. That shit gone. Yeah. Um, I don't care who looking at me with puppy eyes because of it. That shit is yeah. out the package, dog. Yeah. Not word. That's the first thing. I'm, that's the first thing I'm touching when I get like, yeah. Figure it far this shit out of here, man. Going as far as possible. But Vampire in Brooklyn is wild. Vampire in Brooklyn is crazy. Higher learning is my shit. Dead higher learning is crazy. My shit. But if that fresh, I would almost that fresh package is ill too. No, I was saying ninety four, but I don't need. 94, oh, that whole package is good. No, it is. It is. You don't got to take nothing out that package. Nah, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I get it. 94. But Jason's lyric. You might go first be that. Jason's lyric. You might go first be that. Where's our New Jersey Drive? They played us. New Jersey cool. gotta be it's, in. What no, year was not in, uh New Jersey Drive feels like gotta look five ish. It if feels New like Jersey, nine I'm going get it. I'm I'm matter of fact. Mm, let me see. New Jersey Drive is nine five. I'm frisbeeing it for Yeah, it's nine five. I, I'm I'm putting New Jersey Drive into my package. Yeah, nah, you can't do that. Yes, I can. Yes, no, I can. You can't, nigga. And Yo, I can add. Don't have no, nigga. This is the problem with black people. Niggas always try to change the rules. You don't have the movies. They're not there. You can't have. You don't have any access. You Yo, only have these five. I'm asking when they when I pick it's up a, my package. No, no. Yo, I'm definitely the answer is yes. No. I'm just that, telling you the answer is no. But that fits in the mix. Whoever that was a typo, they gonna be like, nah. you, that was supposed to be in there, my nigga. You right. I'm definitely. But you know what? You gotta a give that of, to me. A lot of people don't know about New Jersey Drive, though. That's their fault. A lot of people don't know about a fresh. You wild niggas never seen fresh. I'm willing to bet. You may have a point there. I feel like that feels Fat a little East Coast biased. Wild people never seen Fat Beach. I never seen Fat Beach. Fat Beach is fire. You gonna love that. <laughs> I never seen Fat Beach, so I knew that was getting thrown off ASAP. You know what I was saying? No, I had three strikes. Uh, was I right one? No, nah, I right, look. Which one is the girl package? I bet you I can tell you the girl package. Ninety eight. Nah, hell no. The you that's the oh no nah, nine seven love Joe. Yeah. Buy you soul food. Yeah. Booty calling Baps. Baps for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the girl package. But look, nine, to me, right, I was struggling with 92, 94, and 95. Those were the years I was struggling with because I picked 92 
I feel like I'm keeping everything in 92. I'm not throwing nothing out of 92. I'm not throwing nothing out of 92. Angie. I feel like... Ah, the only shit that got to get thrown out is uh, Wayne Exhale. Anything no, else? um... Fat Beach could go. We could replace that with something else in 92. You just said you never seen it. So that's why I can go. Nah, you bugging. You wild, nigga. This nigga's wild. Because you asking me about my you asking me about my box set. I don't want this. This nigga's wild. Nigga, that's a yeah, that's a classic. Cool. Huh? Why they why they do 90 like that though? They gave 92 joints. Like I got the hookup. To... I think I got the hookup could be on here. Nah, not over none of these because I think I got the hookup. You, it don't like, got to be over nothing. They put as many as they could from each year. It looked like. No, nah, they did five. They did five a year except for the first year. Nah, 99 got four. And the first year got two. Other than that, everybody else got five. There's some shits that came out in 90, though. It's bad shits. But anyway, y'all. Um, we are definitely going to put this poll up. I do want to talk about these a little bit more, though, right? Yeah, so- 94, though. I'm, I'm landing on 94 just because I can't get rid of waiting to exhale for New Jersey Drive. If I could take New Jersey Drive over waiting to exhale, it's 95. 94 is not a bad year at all. I'm going with 94. lyrics is not bad. It's just I don't I- need it now. I'm taking that whole package, though. Yeah, I don't need it now. I don't need it now. Um, I feel that. Uh, What's love got to do with it in 93? That's a good package, too. Nah, I don't need Sister Act. That's my shit. That's my shit. And it is. Yeah, that's my shit. What was the little nigga? Nah, his name was Kyle, wasn't it? Nigga, shut up, nigga. What was the nigga (laughs) name? Nah, fuck I, I don't know, nigga. What was that? Come on. <laughs> that, you just that said that wasn't his that that wasn't his name. <laughs> I know that. Fuck out of here. singing? Nigga. Anyway. What's the song, <laughs> sister? Um <laughs> set it off. Hey, do you think movies set it off is at the top of that list all time? Like culturally. Fuck no. Menace is the best shit ever. Heist. For you. Because dead presidents will fall under that category. What? Get a real de- uh, heist, like a heist type movie. Set it off was fire. Set it off was fire. You know which was what was dope? Um, just speaking about set it off, obviously it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, but a new clip, or, or old clip, I should say, it ain't, it ain't that old, but a clip resurfaced of when De La Soul finally was able to uh, have all of their music streamed on uh, the digital streaming platforms for the first time since the streaming era. Uh, you know, the culture threw a little part, a big party actually, and a whole bunch of people when hip hop was there. It was a super duper vibe. And an old clip came out of Moni Love and Queen Latifah rapping on stage. And I thought that shit was just so ill because you know, it 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 reminded people who didn't know, and it helped refreshing the people who did know of how just how much of an MC queen is. Like Latifah, how she controls the crowd, breath control, stage presence, 
lyrics, like everything, like it was just, it was just like, damn, yo, this is MCing. And I want to segue from that to um, a concert I had the opportunity to go to over the weekend. I saw Badu live and uh, Yasin Bey, Yasin Bey, aka formerly known as Most Deaf, but, um, you know, he opened up. And what I will say about the show is this. So I've never seen him live. So that was another reason why I wanted to see the show. I mean, Badu is my number one as far as R&B female artists are concerned. Like, she's, she's, she's it for me. Her and Jill are at the top of the food chain in that neo-soul neo vibe for me, especially as far as female. But um, like what's up? You don't like Iggy? Excuse me? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you know, seeing, seeing most form an MC, it, for me, was extremely refreshing and extremely dope. I mean, I've seen him in Atlanta, so... Of course, if you're there, I feel like most people were there to see Erica Badu anyway. But, you know, you had your some hardcore hip-hop fans in there who was rapping lyrics to most, uh, you know, most deaf uh, songs and, and shit like that. And it was dope to see that. But I feel like the Atlanta crowd kind of just didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But even in that and how he commanded the crowd and how he, you know, was had breath control, how he projected his voice. Like, these seem like simple things. But... They're not. When you go to see somebody live, I'm going to see what's different about this performance versus the radio or the CD or the album or whatever. What is different? What are you giving to me for this experience of paying X amount of dollars to come see you? And I got that from him. And I was just I, I, I felt it made me feel good as a hip hop fan and him as a hip hop elder. It just made me feel good. He still looked great. He still was, he wasn't washed. Like it, it was, it was, that made me feel good. That made it me feel good. It showed you the, the, the performance part of rap, right? That whole, that whole, both of them showed you what a performance is supposed to look like. like and for them too, to be solo acts playing arenas, like uh, by themselves, no feature, no hype, man, and to command the stage. And it was a show. Like, they're, they're, they're definitely worth going to see. It it, it was a Where'd show. Where'd you see them? You saw, you saw them where? In St. Louis. Uh, where? I told you about it. I didn't tell you about it. I told I, you. I, I Well, I think you told me you were going to, but we I, never talked about you actually had went. Oh, he, um showed me that that was the best rap performance I've seen. Like it, 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 it he showed breath control, poise, um, like comedy. Bro. I don't know how he did at your at when when you it's, saw it's him, but same, it'd be the same shit. He showed what it's showmanship. A, huh? Showmanship. Right, like but at, at a extreme level, like his cadence, his bounce. He didn't stop like he gave you one song into the next. It wasn't like, huh, yeah, y'all sing along to the words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hey, wave your hands in the air. He really gave a performance Everything. on some theater shit. Like, it was like going to a play or that show was super dope. 
Like for both of them to give that type of performance, um, and and just on the on the the showmanship point with uh with Yasin, uh, I feel that when you said like he gave a full performance, as I'm watching him, I'm like, I see why him and Chappelle are friends. Like I see the different nuances in the type of personalities they have, the comfortability they have. Spinning. You see where he starts spinning and he get done and go right back into the shit. Like he, like he really performed. It, it, it was an amazing. You know what? And for people who may not, I don't know if he's, if they've gone to your city yet. If you do have the opportunity, I definitely think I should check him out. But just to give you, just to give you a, a, a reference point for anybody out there listening, who's ever seen block party by Dave Chappelle. And if you see his performance and her performance and how they were and just that camaraderie and just all of that on Black Party, it was that 20 years later, which is even better because it's the same, if not more, well, definitely more polished. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just made me think of so many things as I'm watching them. And I'm just like, damn, yo, this is a really good performance this is emceeing that's what i just kept saying the whole night like yo this is emceeing it was craft craftsmanship it was like it it was an experience yes it 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 was a show like uh the other it 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 made me want to go see more r&b shows like i I think Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go see probably a keys next Somebody just told me that Aki's was super fire. Somebody from back home just told me that she was super fire. And she's another one who's not only been around for a long time, but she's hip hop. Like her, her essence is hip hop. And so that MC part of her exists, but it also comes out in the R&B form as well. It's like the perfect blend, not to mention her husband's Swiss beats. So, you know, those dynamics have just, sharpened each other over the years um and i've never seen her live i've never seen a keys live so coming uh she going to memphis i think i might try to bump into that in memphis but i just gotta see you know yeah 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 i you know i'm into it i'm here for concerts i'm here for comedy shows that's what i like anyway but i think this is one of the first years that Things are really back in the sw- uh, full swing of things since COVID. And everybody's on tour and everybody's, you know, outside. So I definitely want to go to more. Um, and I think Bill Burr is on tour right now. I might see him when he stops out here. Uh, that's later on in the year. But I definitely want to do that, you know, Um I want to, and I want to see different people that I've ha- I've never seen. Like I've seen Cav, I've seen Dave. They're great. We don't have to talk about them. But like a you seen Burr? Never. That's who I'm. I'm gonna see Burr. But I, we talked about this. But I'm gonna catch Burr in a Burr city. I'm gonna try and catch Burr like in Pittsburgh like, or some shit, or <laughs> something like Boston or yeah. Oh shit! I'm gonna catch Burr somewhere Ooh. like that. <laughs> yeah. Burr in Boston? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's the type of shit I'm on is catching these shits yeah. in the and city. I their audience. Yeah. 
just different, you know, the, the different experiences with because you, you know they, I got in Boston. Huh? I got in Boston. Like been outside I'm of out, Boston. Nah, I've been in Boston when I was a kid, but right. but I'm saying like you know they got to switch up their material depending a on. Just, yeah, but to see that even shows like you know rappers got to switch songs mm-hmm. to different cities so mm-hmm. that's the type of shit I'm, I'm moving to is catching the shits on the way games instead of just waiting till they come here yeah because it's like to your point it's the same audience it's the same arena that you know and you're familiar with you know all of the you know do some different shit man it's a big world out here I say this all of the time and I know that we're talking about the country that we live in um but even still it's the same sentiment it's a big place it's bigger than your local whatever like go do something different and have an entirely new experience eat at a different restaurant in a different city at a different hotel at a different venue different weather different people like just do it differently because that is really gonna have you or help you step outside the box i believe you know what I'm saying? I believe. Don't be, you know, incredibly uncomfortable, especially for somebody who this is not something that you're even thinking about. I wouldn't tell you to go to New Mexico, you know what I'm saying, to see the whatever. Like, that might be a little extreme for your first time trying it out. Maybe you just go to Miami or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, but, that, like it, I, I'm just I'm saying me because most people won't do that. That's extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's extreme. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Do it, but, you know, step out of your comfort zone, but baby steps. Because people don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to ease out of it. You can't, everybody ain't going to just jump. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't going to just jump. So, you know, Seattle, you know what I'm saying? Like, anywhere, you know, but... Yeah, I'm a, um. If he didn't, if he didn't do Boston yet, that might be kind of fire on the low. <laughs> nah, for real, that might be. With that, didn't I? Yeah, that that might be kind of crazy, actually. He got a tour. He on tour. No, nah, he's on tour because I know he's coming here in like, like November, some shit like that. So, yeah. I but I would love to see him in like somewhere like that. So let's see. Damn. Well, nah, it's over. He's well, he's in Massachusetts in August. I know I'm not gonna make that one. Then he go well, he go back. He's in Springfield, Massachusetts in October. Hmm. Niagara Falls. Mm, Canton, Ohio in October. That's different. Yeah. And Chappelle will probably come out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Canton, Ohio is a little, that's different. Yeah, that's when is that? October 7th, and that's that a Saturday. Be, that might be it. We might need to, we might need to do that. October 7th. That might Milwaukee. be. Milwaukee. How far is, nah, Milwaukee, yeah, Wisconsin? It's, let's write above Chicago. The girls from Milwaukee go strip in Chicago. <laughs> Where? Can Ohio, huh? Word. <laughs> that might be that's a little different. That's a little different. Let me see. 
Yeah, nigga, you do that shit some other time. This nigga, nigga back shut up. To action. Back to video, Chuck. <laughs> I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure that out. But um, no, y'all should definitely uh, you know, check out those shows if y'all if y'all have the opportunity to. Um and I guess just keeping it music for a little bit, uh over I guess the last week or so, within the last week or so, um the Brooklyn Library uh honored jay-z by putting his lyrics on the outs wrapping the building the entire building with his lyrics on the outside and on the inside they're doing an entire um exhibit in the brooklyn library and i i just i just think that just from being from a city and having your city acknowledge you that way it don't matter like that's always going to be fire to me like that's super fire like um, I know, I get it. He's Hove. He's always been from Brooklyn, and he's it's not the first time Brooklyn has shown love, but that is something different, and I think that that's just super dope. Um, and I definitely would have went if I was home, but I'm not flying home to go see that. <laughs> I'm not going to New York to go see it, only because I believe it's supposed to be like a limited time only. I don't think it's, it might only be 30 days or just for the summer. So I don't think that that, that ain't fitting in the budget. But salute the whole for it because I still think that that is super dope. Um, the recreation of Baseline Studios, Just Blaze was talking about. He had all of the equipment in his basement or his garage, no, a storage unit, um, for like fifteen years, and he said he literally how people were seeing it is literally the exact way down to the flooring. They they got the they found the tile that they had in the studio then, like, all of the different machines that they was using, I think that that's fire. I think that that's fire. Um, so shout out to them, shout out to Hove. Um, it looked like they was tearing it up in New York because he had his charity uh, event there too. So um, yeah, shout out to Hove. And it was something else I feel like that was going on in New York or something around Something around me, I can't, I can't remember. Oh, but this is what I did want to talk about. Did you see the previews to the the new Martin Scorsese movie? With um, so basically, I forget the name of the movie, but they are making a movie that is talking about how basically white people came in, slaughtered, and took over the Native Americans. Um, that's out. Not- no, 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 it's not out. It's coming out probably like in the fall. But Leonardo DiCaprio, I think Robert De Niro's and it. Like it's one of those big blockbusters. You already know how Scorsese do. Um, I definitely want to check that out. I found it interesting that <laughs> the Native Americans that they that they were showing, and I'm sure that they're light skinned Native Americans, but it's Hollywood. It's like anytime they tell black stories, they're gonna still make the the black people <laughs> be as white as possible or as light as possible, I should say. I just find that interesting. <laughs> Anytime you see black stories, it's always, you know, it's not quite told in the exact image of, you know, what it looked like because uh, America can't look but so bad, especially by if they're going to be the ones telling the story. So <laughs> I found that to be interesting. But nonetheless, I definitely do want to check that movie out. 
as well as another biopic. I think they're doing the Bob Marley story. I want to check that out. Um, but we're talking about stories and we're talking about movies and all of that. Have you been paying attention at all to uh, this actors and uh, writer strike? Because this is really a big deal, actually. Nah. Why is it like, a big deal? Well, for, for, for starters, it's the first time that there's been basically Hollywood is shut down. Like there are no, there are no writers said no. The actors just recently stood with them. It's the first time this has happened in 63 years. So first of all, that's why it's a big deal. But the reason why they're doing it is back to the conversation we were having a few weeks ago about the rights and about how they're getting paid. Um, they're they're changing or they have changed the rules that these actors and actresses aren't getting paid because the the rules are changed but the pay structure is shit and they're not reaping the benefits of the conversation that they're supposed to have like for example what's happening is streaming there that's what i'm talking about streaming what i'm saying is the the way that it used to be accounted for in syndication days if i'm watching the show and it comes on fox files or upn or whatever i'm getting paid by that show running on Thursday nights, every night or every week or whatever the case may be. That is an old dinosaur structure. They're not going off of that structure anymore. Not only are they not going off of that structure anymore, no, but those no, same no. shows, it, those same right. shows were, are now placed on like a Moesha or something. Moesha was on UPN, now it's on Netflix. They're not seeing none of that money. It's a whole different structure. They don't own it. They're not seeing none of that money. So it's like, why should y'all continuously find new ways to get rich and own our shit, and we get little to nothing? What would you What were you about to say? Yeah, how you be framing shit be fucking me up all the time, dog. I be trying to let you cook, but you be throwing the fucking <laughs> the key to the story at the end. <laughs> you be roping. Like, let me finish. <laughs> it ain't how you thought it's how you feel. Like, wait, 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 you leave it. Uh, oh, all right. You that's where you want to put that at. Hey, you be leading these <laughs> down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I be saying I be fucking shit up. This nigga, I don't be knowing where you be going. That's why you gotta you gotta you gotta wait. You can't do so you right, me. but I be trying to like that part is important. <laughs> like, no, they are getting paid. But they're not getting paid off the new streaming platforms. So they put in these products, I mean, these shows on all of these streaming platforms and keeping 100% of that money, which is the argument where Joe Button been arguing this whole time. You know, how much is a stream? They won't tell you how much a stream is because they they breaking down and paying you peanuts off of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so I'm going to just read this quote real quick. And it says a union representing roughly 160,000 actors lost a strike overnight, bringing Hollywood to a standstill just two months after TV and movie writers walked off the job. Um, And the the union that they're referring to is SAG. And so it says, what are actors unable to do during the strike? During the strike, member of the union cannot perform or take part in promotional tasks tied to the release of an already completed show or movie, according to a memo released by the SAG. So 
They can't do TV interviews, podcasts. They can't do nothing. Everybody has to stay. And what, what they also said was anybody in the union who decides to buck the system and still try to go out and work, they'll never be able to like be not just accepted in the union again, but they kind of be like outcasts because it's like, yo, my nigga, we taking a stand over here. We all losing money. Yeah, we might have a little more money than you. And we understand that your sacrifice may look different than my sacrifice, but let's not think that we're not all making a sacrifice. And let's not think that it doesn't take all of us to do this. That's the biggest thing. It takes all of us. Like it, it can't be a couple of disgruntled people over here because I'm sure I'm positive everybody doesn't agree the same exact way. I'm positive of that. You know what I'm saying? But the overall good is like, wait, y'all not going to keep treating us like that. The actor from uh, Insecure, one of the actors from Insecure who played the uh, the barber in Insecure, they said that he, he cast make like over 50 royalties checks or something like that. And... I mean, he got pennies. It was like a thousand, not two thousand, twenty five hundred dollars. Like it was nothing. It was no money. And it's like, and I might, I might even be highballing that actually. Um, it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like people always want to say you get what you negotiate, and that's not that's not wrong. But at the same time, the standard should not remain the standard if it means that the company gets. 98% of everything and you get your little punk ass 2%. No. And I respect them for taking that stand. And like I said, the actors joined in with the writers. At first it was just the writers. Now the actors are saying, okay, we gonna chill. So these new movies that I'm talking about, they've been green lit. Let's see if they actually come out because they're anticipating a work stoppage for a few months. So like you said, Joe Button been talking about this in music for the for the longest. I recently heard on a recent pod, he was saying like, "Yo, now was the time for music to join in because if entertainment stops as a whole, shit has to change." Yeah, it, like you can't look at it like, "Oh, I'm getting to the bag and I gotta eat." Like we all have to eat, but how long do you think that they can go without eating? The people who are paying, how long do you think before they? have to say hold on hold on hold on because our bottom line is affected too crazy you know what i'm saying not to bring it there but it's the same concept of the bus boycott oh you don't want to let us sit where we want to sit okay we're not going to sit at all because we the motherfuckers taking the bus anyway so fuck your black and white section only color section fuck all of that we just we gonna walk fuck it we gonna walk now what worked and it worked so I salute to these actors, actresses, and writers, man, because I know that this is a heavy sacrifice. Um, it may mean that us as a consumer, we don't get the content. We might have to bend some old shit, go watch some old episodes of The Wire or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I man, I'm cool with that. I, I definitely, cool. I support it. Good. Yeah, I support it, man. Would you be down with it if you were an actor or a writer? Yeah, you gotta be, because it's now in a rapper right mm -hmm. now. It's now or never. It's now or never. It's everybody. This is the perfect time. It's, yeah, it's perfect now time. or never. Stick the game up. Do you see it happening? 
Nah. Nah, man. That shit's sad, right? Is that sad to you or do you just like, I understand? Like, how, what side are you on that? It's sad. Huh? It's sad. I'm on that sad side. It's sad. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get how what you got to lose. <laughs> like, you hurting anyway. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, what are you losing? I think I think now people are some people, right? Because imagine, imagine, right? Imagine being that that guy who you've been working behind the scenes, you've been grinding for the last 10 years, right? You just got your break last month. It hurt. You know it what hurt. I'm saying? It hurt. It hurt. So what? Life hurts, mm-hmm. man. Your big break gotta be a little bit because. It, it, they could just get it right, like right, like why can't and they? Will they will be forced right. to? They will be forced to. I should they have can't said. Go on. They can't go on a long time without this shit functioning. They can't. Now they got to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what's ill? I keep telling you shit about the end. <laughs> they might be that arrogant. It, it arrogance people cut off their nose in spite of their face. They may feel like we make y'all. And to some Well, I'm sure they feel like that. So it's like it we make another hole. But with who? The new niggas that's they, you <laughs> somebody <laughs> else did. So, all right, so all right, so tomorrow your phone ring you at work. Tomorrow your phone ring. <laughs> And uh, we could bleep the name out, but Spot Spotify call with the with the super bag. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I that thought you check. stood with them, though. I thought you that, stood with them. That check got to clear, and then we'll, I'll, I'll go, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hey, no, check. So you sending the wrong message, no? Huh? You just told me 45 seconds ago you stand with them. And, and it's sad I'm that not inside not the, I'm not inside there yet. Shit, if you ain't, this is the media space. Huh? This is the entertainment space. When that check hit, then we can negotiate. <laughs> but that check got to hit first. No, nigga, no, I'm not there yet. I'd definitely be a <laughs> nigga. I mean, niggas that hit me with eggs walking to work. I mean, going to work. <laughs> La, 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 la. Y'all was here before me. None of y'all put me in the movie. These niggas put me in the movie, bro. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Y'all niggas oh, had the opportunity. Shit. Y'all didn't call me. <laughs> niggas smacked me right with an egg in the back of the head. <laughs> Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's mad funny. Spotify. Spotify got 15, 15 M's for you right now. You shit got to make sense. That I got to make it make sense. But yeah, man. 15 we... M's for 10 years. Make something happen. And we and we own. And we... Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah. You yeah. said what? 15 M's for 10 year, for a 10 year contract. This you nigga got the Scotty Pippen contract. Nah, nigga. I'm not signing that. that? Nah, 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 nah. I'm not signing a, a Jay Jerkin deal. <laughs> you tried to sign me to Jay Jerkin, niggas. 
will be raping you, raping you. I'm not signing for 360, no. <laughs> no. I'm, you got to give me a, a short-term a deal. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not fucking selling out. You selling ass? I ain't crossing the ticket line for me. Yeah, be out here with the fucking the Chick Fil A cow costume on. <laughs> move, 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 move. They had me out here. Move. You got to bring, bring that shit home too. Yeah, you got to wear it home. Yeah, I seen a nigga, and I said that because I seen a nigga in a costume the other day on like a 90-degree day. <laughs> Yo, it was it was every bit of 95 outside. So I had it's the costume hot. on. But this wasn't the crazy part of him having a costume. They sent somebody out there with him. Just <laughs> 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 for if he passed out. <laughs> they had the water boy out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had no supplies. He was just gonna let niggas know. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> yo, I think, yo, I think, yo, I think he needs somebody, yo. Yeah, yo, he needs help. <laughs> yo. They send somebody, like, I'm pulling in the Chick-fil-A, and I see them walk into the corner. But you could just look and see, like, Buddy had no other purpose than just to let niggas know when he passed out. Because he, he was definitely going down. <laughs> Nigga was going down for the count. Yeah. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot enough for him to definitely be going down, dog. It's been hot, bro. It's been hot, too. Like, it's been hot. Damn, it's been hot. Yesterday, right? Yesterday, I was walking outside, and I just felt so defeated. Like, I'm like, I said, yo, nah, yo. Nah, yo, I'm going inside. <laughs> yeah, Nigga, legs just have me. I had to go get something for my parents. And I, look, I had to go to Home Depot to get something for my parents. You know, Home Depot, you're not going for no regular shit. <laughs> you're not going in there for a stapler. Like, I'm at Home Depot walking, like, yo, legs heavy. Yo, what the fuck? It was yeah. too hot. That's funny shit, dog. Way too hot, yo. I'm like, yo, the AC, yo, the AC and the whip took 20 minutes to get right. You already be, you already be home by the time this shit cooled off, like for real. <laughs> like, yo, the shit is crazy, bro. Shit is disrespectful. Shit is disrespectful. And you can't crack your windows because niggas gonna crack, niggas gonna crack your shit. All right. <laughs> you come out there with 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 your your center console ripped out. <laughs> They still jacking calls. Don't think it's sweet out here, people. That's another thing, too. Do not think it's sweet. I know you live in your nice little cul-de-sac or your nice neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Suburbs or whatever. It's nice and all that. I know. <laughs> but uh, the wolves are still out. Summertime or not, people still hungry. So you still got to move accordingly. So it's like, damn, man. You got the leather seats. This shit is wicked, bro. Wicked. Yeah. On these mean streets. Drink your water is all I can say. Drink your water. But um, 
Yeah. Speaking of just being hot and outside and 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 all of that, I shouted her out last week. Got to shout her out again. Round of applause for Shakari Richardson. Uh, Shakari Richardson. Uh, they this time were running in Poland, I believe. They were in Poland, and uh, she beat. She well, she won the hundred meter dash. Uh, she beat. I, f- I forget her name, but one of the Jamaican runners. Um, huh? Her name Eleanor, I think. No, 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 <clears throat> not her. Nah, it's not her. Um, it's another one that's that's super fast. I'm about to get you the name really quick. Um, what you say? I think it was like Courtney or so. No, none of the above. Teresa. <laughs> uh, uh, Sharika Jackson. That's what I said, nigga. Nigga, no. <laughs> Sharika Jackson. Now, in track and field, you know, what you have to literally understand is every millisecond counts, right? Every millisecond. Like, one second is an eternity in track and field. But she beat her by, like, two-tenths of a second. But what was so impressive and what has always been impressive about Sha'Carri Richardson's uh, race is she's not the best starter. She never gets out of the blocks good. She's always one of the last ones to get out of the blocks, honestly. But what's so impressive is to watch her recovery speed and watch how in the last 40 meters, she just covers so much ground and just start eating. It's amazing. I've never seen nothing like it, honestly, because that's so hard to do. I mean, you know, most people are taught in the sport that you really can't, accelerate past, I think they say 60 meters, if I'm not mistaken. Anything after that is just maintaining. But she's an anomaly because that's not how her game is unless she just maintains that much stronger than everyone else and they're tapering off and it looks like she's accelerating when they're tapering. But whatever it is, Sha'Carri Richardson has been on a tear so far this year. She hasn't lost. um, And she's not talking as much. You know, she's still... She's still saying, you know, saying what she says in her post-race interviews, but it's not, it's not too much. It's just enough. Hey, you won. You get to say what you want when you win. But she's not doing too much. And I'm really, really happy for um they race in Budapest in a couple months. Uh that will be the one to kind of pay attention to before we step into the Olympics, which is going to be in Paris next year. Uh, but shout out to Shakari Richardson, man. I told and, uh, y'all she'd be back. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, go back and look at the episodes. I said it on one of them. <laughs> yeah. But my, okay. my old albums. <laughs> Word. Definitely, uh, <clears throat> definitely shout out to her. Now, Keeping it sports related, I've been watching the uh, all access boxing. Or tw- what, is it? what do you call it? 24 7? What do they call it? All shit? access. 24 yeah, 7. Holy shit. All so, access. So I've been watching with Earl Spence and Buck Crawford. And it's just really getting me excited for this fight. The fight, once again, is going to be at the end of the month on the 29th. Uh, if you are a casual boxing fan, this fight should be one that you are in front of the television. 
You want to be in front of a television to see this fight. You don't want to hear about it on Sunday. Uh, you want to be watching this in real time. This is going to be a good one. Best one you see in quite a bit of time. There will not be another one that's good for quite a bit of time. This is going to be good. Uh, you've been watching All Access? I have. I've in the interviews. You know what's crazy? Boxing has a lot of... Um, Boxing goes to a lot of independent outlets. I never really realized how many independent uh, outlets cover mainstream fights, but um, it was interesting noticing how many boxers go to these other outlets, to um, these independent outlets to interview. So um, I've been watching everything that they've been putting out and the more I watch, the more I lean towards Spence really breaking Crawford, which is interesting because it makes me – this fight, I, I think Crawford kind of has hustled his way into this fight, man. You think so? I feel like you, it, sounds, it sounds like you're sliding Crawford. Is what it sounds I'm, like. I'm not sliding. <laughs> I'm basing him off himself. He has. Well, he said what? this too. He what? said this in the all access that um, you know, a lot of people say he hasn't fought anyone. No, it's because he hasn't fought anyone. They're not in the top ranking boxers. It's not people making it up because they don't like them. There is a list of names who are contenders, and he hasn't fought any of those names. That's not people making shit up. That's reality. There, there, there's a list, and each belt has its own list. He could have fought people at the top of the list. He has yet to choose anybody on that list. Now, you can make up whatever reason you want for it, but that's a whole nother conversation. The fact is, he has yet to fight anybody at the top of the list at 147. And... When you look like I believe he he to me, right? And I'm only saying my opinion, it looked like he's hustling his way to this fight. And he he's naturally talented, he's naturally gifted, but he hasn't prepared for this moment. Like this is a really, really big moment, and you don't get to this moment by mailing it in. But to me, it seems like he took the fight he knew he could win to not mess up his record instead of challenging himself with other champions to see what he really got in his tank. Is that smart? If you're looking to cement a career, no. If you're looking to get as much as you can and get out, yes. Well, let me it's stop you really quick because... He's here now, right? I don't know, but it's not today you're fighting for. I'm saying if he's fighting for tomorrow, then I don't like his strategy. But if he's well, fighting... But here's the thing, though. Tomorrow is this fight. And tomorrow, he no, can win not. this fight. The fight is today, I'm saying. If he's looking at legacy and what his name will look like long after he's done boxing then the thing to do would be to test yourself against other great fighters so that you can sustain. Look, 
I'm gonna just I think say it's it, right? I, I think it's a, a a a method, a methodology, a difference in methodology because you're saying he hustled his way, which I'm asking and posing the question is that smart simply because whatever the reason he <clears throat> afforded himself the luxury to be here today. And if he wins this fight, it puts him in a better position. Yeah. So, so it would be all worth it the way that he did it because he still has an undefeated record with belts and uh, a, well, a very big. Um, well, what you're saying, I, I I can see what you're saying. It he put all his eggs in one basket and prepared himself for the biggest moment ever. Yeah, you're right. But if he if he get hurt out there, then I don't think so. Which I think he has the potential to get hurt. Like badly, like this See, nigga. That's why I say that I feel like you're again, slighting him, and I understand your reason. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not slighting him. I'm telling you, that's what Earl Spence has been doing to people. He's been knocking eye sockets out, breaking ribs. He's been crushing the guys who are all fighting at the top. Like everybody who's fighting at the top to be number one, he's, he's, he's broken all of them. And I'm saying when I look at Crawford, who I see, he's 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 knocking people out, right? He's he's hitting you with a punch, putting you to sleep. Game over. But the people he's doing it to, I don't know who they are. Like I've not I've never seen them fight anybody else. They don't have a name that precedes them. So I have to look at only what I can look at. Now they're grown men, so he's the yeah. You know, I I credit them with the credit I see, but I've yet to see and and you if you look at most of the fights he's in, he's down in the fight, and then he one punch he put him to sleep. You're not gonna do that with Earl Spence. You're gonna hit him with a good shot, and he's gonna take that shot, and then he's gonna hit you with a good shot. Now, so it's fair to say. Wait, hold on. I think Bud has the ability to take that shot or, you know, and but he's going to be tested like you've never seen before. And I don't have a like I've seen I've seen somebody knock him down. They won't call it that. But, you know, Spence is the reason Floyd retired. Nobody's going to say that. But. Spence went to go spar with Floyd. Now, the fight, I don't know what really happened in the fight, but they say Spence did well enough for Floyd to say to himself, I don't want to bet against that. Like, like they Floyd, he didn't go in there and beat Floyd up, but Floyd looked at it like if the judge, I might not have won that if I didn't. You get what I'm saying? He did enough for Floyd to reconsider his career and push off and figure out, okay, I'm going to start fighting people for millions of dollars outside of the sport. Like, let them have, let Spence and Crawford have that shit. But they said the mindset came from sparring Spence. Like, he he's going to break you. He's going to stand behind his jab, and he's going to hit you really hard and it, it, it's a different – he a different type of dude. Now, I'm saying if there's anybody out there who can beat him, it would be Crawford. 
but I just didn't see him believing himself yet. I feel like you can't say that. <clears throat> I, I feel like you gotta stay. I, I feel like you can't jump back over to that side and say anybody. I'm just speaking well, to What I'm saying is, we know that. All right. Well, what I'm saying is, I got Spence in the fight, but I don't think it's going to be a landslide either way you look at it. And I think that Crawford. If you're not basing um, it off of watching them, huh? You're not basing that off of watching them. Like you, you, you. I'm saying if you've watched both of them, if you've watched both of them fight, I in who they fought, like. I can't see how people can say realistically that it's an even fight because you're not basing them off of the same thing. For you to say it's an even fight, you would have have to seen them fight even competition. Like if you look, like they were just saying, Crawford said his hardest competition at 147 was Jose Benavitez, who was just coming from getting shot. Like, he had one leg. He couldn't move around the ring, but he was the size of the, like, he's at the bottom tier of competition at that weight division. So if a nigga with one leg at the bottom tier of the top is the hardest nigga you had to fight, what is the top competition going to do to you? You get what I'm saying? And that's what it is as well. When you get to that level is, you're going to take a shot. Can you give another shot? And Bud never had to take a shot, give a shot, take a shot, give a shot. When he go off, he just break you. I mean, he just knock you out. But he's fighting lesser people. You get what I'm saying? So needless to say, from your vantage point, Crawford is the underdog. Big time. And it's because he came up to 147, right? Like, it's mad nuance. Like, Spence, they say, walks around at, like, 180. And then he drops to 147. Crawford is coming up from 140. And he, I don't know what he walk around at, but I don't think it's that big. And he brings all of that punching power down every time he comes down. Like, he's been tested. Lamont Peterson. Uh, Cal Brook, he broke something on him. Um, Danny Garcia, he fucked up. Uh, Ugas. Like, these are all people who you've seen time and time again give their all out there. You know they came with it. When you see them and Spence, it was a good fight. You've seen them... Bite down and and you just see him break him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That ain't the same. Think, <clears throat> so um to uh kind of move on from this, because I know we're gonna talk about this for the next uh two weeks leading up to the fight and after. Um are you planning on doing something at the crib? Like you gonna buy the fight or you think you're gonna go get it at the crib? But look, what I'm saying with Bud, Bud is like Kyrie. Like, he can score. He can knock you out with any punch, with any hand from any direction. Like, that's talent. Like, they, 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 his talent is any hand, any way, so you have to be alert at all times. 
but I just never seen where he hit somebody with one of them shits and they like, oh yeah, that was a good one. Try this. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's, him and Sean Porter was close to that, but, you know, they threw the fucking towel in and there's rumor that the, the daddy, it, there was conflict in his camp with the workout, him not preparing how his dad said he should and they argue, you know what I'm saying? But they it, they said that on the 24-7. I mean, the all-access. He mm-hmm. went about his workout different than his coach wanted him to go at, and it caused turmoil. You know, you got to be on the same page for that type of shit. Yeah. Word. I'm going to be tuned in, man. I am going to be tuned in. But I will say uh, this now, you're hearing, you're, if you're a casual boxing fan, you're hearing it now, there's a young boy, Jerron Enos. His nickname is Boots from Philadelphia. He is the two of them combined. If you, if nice. you, if, if. I missed that last fight. You watched the last one? Yeah. He has the break you power of Spence. And he can hit you with any hand with that shit like Crawford. And he's an offensive fighter. He's coming to get you, which would make a fight with both of them really fucking exciting. This fight is going to be exciting with both of them, but Boots with one of them would be even more exciting because it's it, it would be more action. I'm about to say, he's, yeah, he's... he's... Fight more fiery right now. Well, no, he's an offensive fighter. Both of them is Spence is a puncher, Crawford's a counter puncher. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, Spence is more of a counter. I I, I don't want to call him a counter, but he's kind of a counter puncher. But Boots is just all offense. Like he's like a Roy Jones where he's throwing combos Mm. and and them shits hurt. And he's, but like with him, he's looking for the smoke. He's like anybody. I'll fucking fight in anybody who want to fight. I'll fight that guy. I didn't see Crawford do that. Never. Like he, he never said, give me the best. I want all of the best and let me fight with the best. He just was like, Hey, got a fight coming up with uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reggie Washington. <laughs> Playing Washington this week. He's like, yo, who's that? Yo, Reggie Washington, you know, from 53rd and 8th. Uh, just come on out and see it, man. I'm playing yeah. Vladimir Von Snooten. <laughs> like, yo, yo, dog, he's good. He's killing shit in Russia. I'm telling you, he's the man to see in Russia. You got some of his, where do I see him at, man? I just got to take your word for it. <laughs> I, mean, fuck it, I just take your word for it. Snooten hurt. <laughs> it's like, yo, I never heard of, of none of these niggas, and it just so happens, knocked all of them out. <laughs> it's like, Manuel Valero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manuel Flare Up. <laughs> this nigga's fighting. <laughs> this nigga. Hey, yo, though, where are you finding these niggas at? I've never heard of none. So, I, I, I'll take your word for it. He was good, but you somehow managed to knock him out too. 
You get what I'm saying? It's like this is the biggest. Ain't no hiding in this moment. So like, I, I just, can't wait, man. I can't I wait. The both of them know it's their biggest fights of each of their careers, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, man. Have you I'm, seen I'm really excited. Next to each other? No. But I, I, I mean, I got spent. So I, 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 you know, we'll see. We'll, we, we could talk. Like I said, we will. Uh, as it gets closer and, and definitely after it happens. And that's what you said um, the whole time or you switch? No, nah, I always said Spence. I always said Spence. I like Spence. I like Spence. Like, I just like Spence as a fighter. And I was happy to know after the accident that he would, that he was able to even look better. And even that, he don't take tune-ups, right? Like, so he, from a car accident, he went and got a belt. And then and it wasn't it was less than a year. It wasn't like he he got in there. But I'm saying he now nah, it was longer. It, he, he took it was a little while he was out, like a year and a half, too. But he didn't take a no, then he must have fought like two times in the last year. Yeah, you're talking about when his orbital bullshit was uh fucked up. No, he had two different accidents. So I'm one, talking about the accident. I'm talking about uh, the accident. That was like two years he was out from. And then he was supposed to fight Pacquiao and his fucking, his eye was fucked up. It was broke. <laughs> like, an eye was broke. He went and had surgery on his eye and then came right back and beat the nigga that beat Pacquiao. Yo, yeah. did you hear they're talking about a Pacquiao and Floyd part two? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even want to keep talking about boxing, but <laughs> no, I don't care. I didn't hear. Watch that. Care. No, yeah, probably, but no. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Um, yeah, I don't know what you was talking about earlier. When, because I know it's a crazy segue. You were saying kind of like, it's like it's over for America or something, <laughs> something, something along those lines. But yeah. I don't know what you were referring <laughs> to specifically. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on, man. The president, a lot of shit. the fucking population control, this fucking vaccine, the war going on. It's mm. mad shit. Not nah, it is over, though. It is over. It's over for, for every <laughs> everything and everyone. <laughs> Crazy shit is niggas got Trump out of here to put Biden in. It's like, and won't even admit it. Like, they'll still tell you Biden's good. I had people say Biden's good still. It's yeah, like, nah. what the? F- I cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm not doing it. And hey, yeah. yeah, I tell you some wild shit. I watched a whole Kevin Samuels podcast today. Have you ever seen a whole shit from him? An entire one? No. I don't mean like from fucking open and close, but like enough of it to. Yeah. See- yeah. Like his show and what it's yeah. about. I've never seen one. I've- well, you know what's interesting? Uh, listening to Ransom's album, he got a song on there where he um, subliminally, without saying their names, is talking about Kyrie and Kevin Samuels. And I caught the Kyrie reference initially. It took me two listens to really figure out who he was talking about in Kevin Samuels. Uh, but I thought it was extremely clever in how he did that. Uh, I don't know if that's what made you go check that out. Uh, but, that, that couple was something else, but that had a part of it. Um, I thought that that was really, really dope. 
Um, yeah. But Kevin Samuels, I don't think was. I think that it was the clickbaity things that helped shape a specific narrative. And most people don't go do their own research on anything. They take headlines, they don't read the article, or they take a soundbite, they don't listen to the interview or watch the show. Um, but I mean, I like him, Kevin Samuel. Do you, know you believe his intent was malicious? No, I don't. Why not? Because it was thought out. It was, it had a certain level of logic as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm, I'm I'm telling you, and he explained himself as to why he was saying what he was saying, what his perspective was, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think I think delivery. That's wasn't what I'm sexy. Through, I think the delivery wasn't sexy because it was it was no cut on it, and I think people either loved him or hated him for it. But I don't I don't I wouldn't say malicious because by malicious that would mean I'm trying to hurt your feelings. I think I don't think that he was trying to hurt people's feelings. What he was doing was saying what he believed to be the truth. And if your feelings got hurt in the process, so be it. But what I'm saying to you is truth. And it's coming from a real place to try to help you understand something that you are not understanding or something that you can't see. That's what I believe. No, I agree. I just wanted to give a little pushback to. I, I agree the same shit. Like I don't think his intent was malicious. It, he was trying to provide a harsh reality, but it, it to to at the very least a alternate way to look at things. Where like it, it, it it's interesting, you know. And we we never really touch on it, but dating out here, women don't have to have any type of concept accountability i don't know even pushing past that but perception of what men want like because there's always somebody willing to fuck them so they never have to really ask themselves what can i do to make myself better it, 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 it it's all of the shit just comes with how they feel for the most part like they're not actively trying to set themselves apart to be the best possible candidate. I'm saying the women he was talking to, like that the the one I watched, he just asked them to he was saying, I only want women to come in here who are looking to challenge the ideas I set for. We can do all of the other shit later. Only women that I want to put their hand up to speak is the ones who are looking to challenge what I said. Not one woman, not one woman listened to that. They all came in trying to combative. do it. Yeah, they they wanted to be combative and just not even just, combative. It wasn't that they wanted to be combative. They all thought they didn't have to follow his rules on his shit. They could get in there and oh, yeah. be cute enough to work their way around him and do what they wanted to do outside of what he was trying to get them to do. You get what I'm saying? Well, look, I don't mean to take it all the way off of Kevin Samuels, but it, it it's right in line because I don't know if you heard about this story, but there was a 29-year-old girl from Houston who went to Dubai. She went to Dubai 
and something happened out there and I guess she was told something by either security or police or I know it was a man, right? Because we know how those Middle Eastern companies are. She ended up yelling at the man. They locked her ass up. And people back in the States was like, oh, you know, you know, they locked her up just for yelling. And it's like, yeah, nigga, you first of all, you in another part of the world where the rules are different and you can't come over here with your ignorant shit just talking because you want to talk because you think I, I know. No, no, no. These are the rules. OK. And if you're going to be in a space, you have to understand the rules. So it's in line with what you're saying in terms of him and his show, regardless of how I'm speaking. This is my show. You can't come on here and just wild out on my shit. I'm going to hang up on you and I'm going to talk about you. And I'm going to move on. And you might become viral, a viral meme or a clip or whatever. That's part of the game. But this is my show. So if you don't have a certain level of respect on my show, then you have to go. Same with the girl in Dubai. You don't come over here with your ignorant hood shit because you want to say something. Now is not the time. And you didn't do your due diligence when you went to this country because you thought that you could just talk because you. No, 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 no. This is not how this works. This is not how this works. So you're you're in jail and whatever happens, happens. But you have to learn that there are cons- not just consequences for your actions, but know where you are and understand what the rules are. That's all. Very well put. <laughs> so it gets crazy. It gets tricky. It is a lot of trickery and foolery going on out here um, as far as the country is concerned. Um you know, it gets draining. It is draining. And it gets tougher and tougher to indulge <laughs> because for me personally, it just makes me want to just kind of fine tune myself and be on what I'm on and kind of, you know, learn and gain the knowledge that I'm trying to learn to just be better so that I can just do what it is that I'm trying to do. Because just paying attention to all of the foolery and fuckery is wild. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, right? I saw a clip of Dr. Dre on Kevin Hart's show just speaking to older rappers in hip-hop. He was asked a question by Kevin Hart, and he said, what do you say to the old guys who say, oh, you know, hip-hop, this new stuff is whack, or da 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 And Dre was like, look, when you're talking like that, you sound like somebody's old grandfather. He said, if you're going to be in this thing, and you're going to be talking about what you don't like. Unless you're going to do something to change it and have people think differently about it. Unless you're going to do that, shut the fuck up. That's what he said. Now, I think that's a fair point. That is coming from someone who's qualified to make such statements because he's done those things in his own right. But aside from that, the sentiment, right, of because he also went on to say, hey, I don't like a lot of the new shit, but I'm never going to hate because it's evolving and it's doing what it does. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. And it's literally that simple. But I may contradict myself here because I saw a clip of the girl, Sexy Red. She was invited to a high school somewhere to perform at a school, a high school. Sexy Red, if y'all don't know. She's wild, ratchet, nasty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She's not the first of her kind. She won't be the last of her kind. 
I'm not sitting here acting like she is the first. But I don't see I, my high school wasn't inviting little Kim or Kaya to sing my neck, my back. <laughs> like they weren't having her perform that in the schools. And it wasn't that the kids in the school didn't like the song. It's that the adults that responsible. It wasn't <laughs> that the kids didn't want to hear it. Adults used to be responsible. <laughs> this nigga's funny, man. Like, what the hell? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Little Kim was not performing the hardcore album at your local high school. That wasn't happening. Neither was Adina Howard. Neither was any uh uh any Akinelli. Neither was Akinelli. None of these people. So the music and the content of the music is not new. So that's where people might get it misconstrued. I'm not so much responding to the content because again, it's either you like it or you don't like it, and that's your choice. But we're talking about 13 through 18 year olds. <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable. It was funny as fuck. And I like her. I don't know if it's because she's from the Lou and I'm in the Lou, but to to see her figure that out it was pretty cool. She moving units. If people like it, you know. For sure. I'm only speaking to the school part, but yeah, I mean, I get it. What I, it is, what it is. Like again, it probably, it's, it's probably the, a young man's game, and that's the that's the anthem of not just the youth because it's all the people that love it too. But I'll tell I'm you saying, what happened. It was supposed to get Chance the rapper. Oh shit! But they figured if they pocketed, if they pocketed the majority of the budget. They could get sexy red for the low. <laughs> that, shit, that, shit, that shit was like when Hustle Man showed up on Martin, they were supposed to get somebody else. When Hustle Man showed up with the rapping chihuahua, <laughs> and niggas like, pick up the pieces. <laughs> nah, nah, I like her though. I like her. I would yeah. go, I would, I would, no, I would. I would look at that. If I was somewhere she was performing and I could see the stage from where I was at, I would look. Look, look, look nigga said mad shit. If I didn't have to move and rearrange my life at all and it just so happened that music came on and the sounds that were coming from the speakers was hers and she was there, I would listen. <laughs> like, what? Nigga <laughs> named 19 stipulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little bit older now, but I do like the, <laughs> the, the moment. No, Listen, it serves its purpose for what it serves its purpose for. But think about like, you know, if you see the other stuff, you will be like, oh, and you know what? I like her with the baby. Did we? I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. I like that song, but that makes sense. That's a good pairing. Yeah. That's a good pairing. I'm not even getting on her. This is not about her. Yeah. This is about the school. school. <laughs> the kids? Nah, bro. Like, Y'all approve this? No. This is about who We got to draw the line will. somewhere. This is about... Yo, look. The video funny, though, right? Because when she walked in, she put her middle... She throwing up. up. Yeah. Oh, she put her middle fingers out, and then she thought about it. She was like, oh, shit. And then she waved like... I'm at school. I can't. She threw up. She threw up blood game. She threw up gang sign. No, she nah. She gave them the finger, and then 
That's what I seen. It looked like she, she was like, on. she was like, <laughs> oh, she tried to be like, not go back and look. It looked you like go back. I watched oh, that shit. You might be she right. Both. She did both. No, I don't think she. I think she was like, it was clenched. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right, but I ain't, ain't. It looked like she was like, "Oh shit, I fucked up. Let me fix it." Oh hell no! No, I'm not giving. I can't chew her that much now. There was no. Oh shit, I fucked up. No, absolutely not. Hell no. Hell uh, no. She was all the way in her bag. And mad she couldn't perform. That. <laughs> that make it even funnier. Bro, and a nigga was fraud for that too. Talking about yo, y'all told y'all. Don't jump, don't come on the floor. All right, now the shit shut down. Like, nigga, yeah, shut what up. did you think they was gonna do? Shut up. Mm. And I bet you, because we ain't see the rest of the clip. I bet you she performed something. She did something. That was crazy. Um, let me see what else wild happened. We ain't touch Corey Holcomb and Boyce Watkins, but it Willie D. What happened? So Boyce Watkins uh, was on a, I think, I'm I'm almost sure it was Willie D podcast he was on, but he was on somewhere, and he said he met Corey Holcomb, and he never liked that guy. So Corey took offense to it, and Corey went and put up a picture of Boyce proposing to his wife, and he was like, look, she don't really like him. She only marrying him because he is simp in the game and he got a little bit of paper that she could get off. And he created this whole narrative that the nigga wife really didn't like him. So <laughs> Boyce came that. back the following week and was like, he kept it going like, oh, uh, he said something. I, I don't know what he said along. And this was all over Corey Holcomb saying, he don't like his baby mother and he wish she died. Boyce Watkins was like, you can't say you wish black women die you because black women, you can't talk like that. And Boyce, <laughs> Corey was like, nigga, I really do wish that bitch died. That bitch tried to hit me with a car. Fuck her. That's how the problem started. And um, Corey was like, um, so Boyce came back and was like, um, you know, he never really liked Corey. And he was dissing Corey. I forget what he said, but it was enough to make Corey find a picture with Boyce's wife and Willie D arm around her. And he was like, look, she she really into Willie D. And he painted the narrative that she was just so attracted to Willie D and she don't like Boyce because Boyce is a simp. So Willie D put everybody on the phone together to hash things out. So hashing it out, you know, Corey was telling them, like, he was telling Willie D, like, uh, you know, you supposed to hold me down when you see people talk shit about me uh, because you know me personally and you know I'm not a fucked up person no matter what people think about me. You know me as a human being. I know you. He was like, you know, you hold me down when I'm out here. You know, I fuck with you. You you somebody I consider a friend. You know, Boyce's position was like, you know, I don't like people talking like that, but any friend of Willie D's is a friend of mine. So <laughs> chill, because <laughs> Willie D said chill. 
And Willie, yeah. nigga, you ain't had to involve me in that shit. You could have just went at him and left me the fuck out of it. But when you put me in it, I had to say something too. But it was funny, man. That shit was funny. I mean, Corey Holcomb is a comedian, first and foremost. So, and then him, his style as a comedian, I don't know the man personally, but how he's represented himself in the public is somebody who tells it like it is and is unapologetic about it. Unless he actually, you know, <clears throat> did something wrong or feels like, you know, he did something wrong, then he, you know, he'll come back and apologize. But I mean, he's very unapologetic in his stances and he's going to stand on his shit. He's going to stand up in whatever it is that he's saying. And then on top of that, he is a comedian. So you got to be prepared. Yeah. Huh? Drive home that part that he is a comedian. He's a comedian, man. Like you can't, you can never forget. You can't fall asleep. The man is gonna have something to say, and he's going to make jokes. <laughs> Chances are, it's going to be good, and you're not gonna like it. He gets paid to tell jokes. He you don't lives. want that energy he on you. Himself in life by making people laugh. That is how he gets money. <laughs> it's a different level of uh, of, of uh, attention, for lack of a better word. Dedication. Skill. 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 All of that. Like, come on, man. Leave comedians alone, please. I think we should maybe drive that point home, too. Um, because you're not going to win. It's kind of that simple. And you might be a little funny, but you're not a professional. And if you think you got what it takes, I'm sure there's an amateur night in the city near you. Go ahead and sign up and see how you fare again, uh, fare with the people. But unless you do that or until then, you got to just, you got to fall back. Let the comedians do what they do. Try to laugh it off. Ha, 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 ha. Hope yeah. they move on uh-huh. and get to the next person. Yeah, ha ha ha. But what about Tony? Yeah. <laughs> Tony, wow. Yeah. Niggas yeah. The- just the- get it all for you. Just you know, you gotta take yours. You gotta take yours. Cause the minute you the minute you go back, see what you because here's the part you forget. They might let you live right there. Comedian. <laughs> you might be in their next. Netflix special, then what the fuck are you gonna do? You're like you gotta you gotta be careful. It gets tricky. Let the comedians be funny and you know, let's leave that to them. <laughs> That's all I got on that. Yeah, Yo, you're aware of Shakari Shakari Richardson not getting invited to the SBs. No, I'm not aware of that. So she cursed them out saying, you know, when my life was in shambles, y'all wanted me there as a charity case, but now I'm kicking ass now and ain't nobody paying attention. You know, y'all on some bullshit pretty much. Some up with well, well, I that's part of the reason why I like Shakira Richardson. I like what she has to say about that. And I would agree with her. Um I mean, we understand, or I should say. We know why companies and, and, and corporations take advantage of people, especially in their lowest moments. Uh, we understand why, or I, I should say we know why. 
I'm I'm not gonna say I understand it because I am not of that mindset, but I do see why companies do it. But I'm I support her in her stance and what she's saying, and I I I really support the fact that she's saying it. That's what I like. I like the fact that she's saying it. You know, we're not hiding. Let's call it what it is. I'm going to express how I feel. And we can do that. And we should be able to do that. And it don't even got disrespectful. It, it don't have to be disrespectful. Because the disrespect is already done. The disrespect is in you not inviting you. So me calling it out is not being disrespectful. And that's how people get to reshape the narrative. People always get to reshape the narrative when you're reacting to something that they did to you. No, that's not the way that this works. You don't get to tell me how to respond to your disrespect. That's not how to, that's not how that goes. That's not how that goes. So I love her for that. Shout out to her again for that because those things need to be brought to light um, amongst other things. You know, speaking of the SBs, of course, uh, LeBron was uh, awarded for you know getting the scoring title. Um, so he got I don't know what the name of the award was, but he was recognized for that. Um, I saw his speech, short and sweet and to the point. I love. Uh, the dynamic with him and his wife. I think that they're super dope. Um, and I think everything about that was just dope. His kids were on the stage with him. Everything about LeBron's superstardom and greatness on and off the court is just, just a polished, refined way. And I just respect it. <clears throat> I really do respect it. Um, it looks different than our greats. Uh, some of our greats from the past, and uh, I love to see it. He said he's not retiring anytime soon, so we got to take him at his word. He said he's not going to retire unless he feels like he can't give all that he has to the game and that he has nothing left to give. But he said that day is not today. He feels like he's still got a lot left in the tank, so we will see. Uh, but shout out to him. You were scared about that? No, I didn't hear what Skip said. I thought Skip was on his, I thought they was on a hiatus ever since Shannon been gone. They haven't come back with the show yet. So what is he saying? It's on YouTube somewhere. So when LeBron got swept by Denver, he was saying that he, LeBron came and said he was thinking about retiring. Right. Skip said. Well, he, he, he said he hadn't given it much thought, but, you know, we'll see. He left it. He kind of left that it out. Is, he did that to take away from him getting his ass whooped by Denver. He said he he didn't want the narrative to be he got his boots smoked by Denver, so he acted like he was retiring with no intentions on doing it. So the conversations would be driven around that, around his name. And well, um, Skip is the biggest uh, LeBron hater because that could be true. That could be true. But even if it is, so what? That's a pretty good fucking plan. It's a great plan. And then, look, now, don't get me wrong. If you get sweeped in the finals, there is no excuse. You got your ass beat and you got to stand up in that. But if you spin it, I mean, you know what I mean. But if you spin it and it works, why do you got to point out every single flaw no, it wasn't the floor. That's like when a comedian get at you, you just throw it to somebody else. That is the same thing. Like, why are you mad at the spin? He's finessed it, and you're mad at the finesse. Don't be a hater, but he is, so that's a moot point. You know what's funny about that? Is the word moot point or mute point? Because mm. I've heard people say it both ways. 
I believe it to be number two. Mute point. Right. You know, sometimes people be trying to get extra sophisticated for no reason. Around country. <laughs> I should be seated. Hell no. They're not even talking like that. Don't even get me started on some of the shit that they say. Finna. Goddamn shit. You heard me? <laughs> nah, I know you heard me. That's no, that's New Orleans. They do no, that. But they say goddamn me out there. Goddamn me? Or nah? No, no. I never heard that one. That's a nasty, that's nasty word. Nobody should be saying that. Y'all got to stop that out there. Goddamn me? No, sir. Some <laughs> day niggas went down to the store. <laughs> That's trash. You know what's funny? Niggas always like niggas. Niggas in the South talk fast. So, <laughs> but fast in country, and they be saying shit like, "All right, I'm gonna say it right," but this is how they do it. So we having a conversation, whatever, and they be like, "Like I said, so yeah." Blah, blah, blah. Like, like they'll always start their shit, but like I said, so yeah, like, nigga, what do you mean? Like you said, you didn't say anything. How about you say what you're trying to say so I can understand and then we can go back from there. Like, this should be funny. It'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, whatever, though. It's a different vibe. But nah, um, what was we just talking about? LeBron, Skip, I don't know, Skip's a hater. Who you think is going to be the replacement for Shannon? Because I think the new show comes back in August. Yeah, how and much they haven't you, announced them. Yeah, that shit with Jai led them being fired. Excuse me? How much do you think the shit with Jai led to him being fired? Uh, no. Definitely think it has something to do with it, beloved. I don't think Jai did anything, but I think... Uh, his behavior? Yeah, his, his behavior. It's Fox. So his behavior is like that, and he did something else. He got into it with somebody else. Him and Skip. Well, yeah, Skip. Well, it was really Skip throwing shots at him, and he was just they got into. I mean, they get in the heat of the base. So you punch Skip in his face, and he said, "No, no, no." Yeah, he's gonna knock him the fuck out. Said, no, 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 <laughs> nigga. <laughs> But uh, do you think Shannon goes to ESPN? Do I think Shannon Sharp goes? No. I think, um, I believe all of these things to be respect my conglomerate. I mean, they, what that mean? They all one entity. No, the hell they ain't. Disney and Fox ain't the same entity. No, no, no. I'm saying who, who they fucking with is who they fucking with. So if if is out on Fox, he ain't going to ESPN. Like they'll let you go when it's a you know when it's sanctioned. Nah, bro, he left ESPN and went to Fox. So I I said he left ESPN and went to Fox. So what are you talking about? Yeah, but that was for employment. Like that was a step up. He got fired. Who? Shannon didn't get fired. Yeah, I believe he got fired. He didn't get fired. They would have reported yeah. him being fired. No, he didn't get fired. I don't give a fuck what they reported. I'm telling but you. They, what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is, 
They would have what what was what's stopping them from reporting it as saving, a firing? Saving face. They don't they don't have to. They don't yet. have to save face. Eric, I disagree with you. I'm allowed to disagree, nigga. I think this he got fired from the shit he was doing. Him and Skip got into an argument. Him and fucking what's the name? And you gotta go. I don't hate you, but we just you gotta go. And I hope you land on your feet. But no, no more here. It don't gotta be a nasty fire, and they don't gotta hate him because they fired him. But I think he got fired from with Skip. I don't think so. I see what you're saying, but I don't think he got fired. Uh, nonetheless, I am gonna be paying attention to who sits with Skip. No, wait, Some people no, think no. Shady McCoy. You don't think so, he got fired? No. Wait, time out. You think he just up and left without announcing his next business venture? You think he just, you think the contract he was under, he just got from out under the contract and he's able to go do what he wants? And he, he, he's not telling you where he's there were already, to. But there were already talks leading up to even before the John Morant situation that Talking about that, I'm asking you. You, I'm you, don't you gotta let fired. me answer it. You gotta let me answer it. What I'm saying is, there have been talks for months about him potentially not reing up his contract. So, if he didn't re up his contract, all of the events that happened in that time frame, the John Moran situation, the back and forth with Skip Bayless, maybe those things did or didn't help his overall whatever. But I don't think that. A non re up of a con, a not not re up on your contract is not the same as getting fired. That's what I'm saying, and I think that he just wasn't read up on the contract. I don't think that they let him go. They just didn't pick up the option. That's that's what I'm. You're saying. saying he worked a term and this was it. Yes. And there was no announcement of it. Contract up. But this is what I'm saying. They, the announcements leading up to all of this months ago was is he going to renew his contract or what's going to happen when it when that time comes they've been together for about six years so they had a long run it's not like he was there for a trial run you know what i'm saying um they broke the network with their with that show um so that's all i'm saying and i and i i've heard talks of shady mccoy maybe being a replacement for skip bayless I like Shady on, like, as a commentator and things of that nature. I do like Shady. I don't know how he pairs with Skip. That'll be interesting. He's a lot younger. So that dynamic might not, you know, it might not be what we want to see, per se. I do think Shady's must-see TV. I think he's, uh, he's funny. He knows the game. So that could be interesting. Outside of him, I don't know where else they go. So I'm just going to be paying attention to that, honestly. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, in terms of paying attention, I mean, that's really all that I have. Um, I did start watching that show Hijack on uh, Apple TV. It's okay. It's not as fire as, you know, it kind of started off as. But I do like the premise, and it is good, and I'm going to continue watching. But Apple TV... They're super dope, so I am gonna keep watching that, um, and we'll That's see what happens. Stringer, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a, it's, a, it's a good watch. It's not like fire, but it's a good watch. It is a good watch. I like it. I do like it. 
they got four episodes out so you can catch up uh and uh yeah man i put somebody else on my well i put somebody at my job on to sons of anarchy because i was just talking about that you never seen that nah you gotta catch it bro you gotta catch it you gotta catch it I had all the reservations in the world and zero intentions on watching it. I think Wolves Abe actually gave me that co-sign early, years ago. Like, yo, you got to fuck with it. I'm like, yeah? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. It's fire. Fire. It's in my top five. It's in my top five. So, Sons of Anarchy. Put somebody on my job on, and uh, I was talking about it. They came back. They on season three. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, you've been watching. They making me want to go back and watch it. So I'm just saying all of that to say, if we had this writer's strike and it, it keep lasting, I'm going to go back to some old classics. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't really have any other new shows uh, that I'm watching right now. We got a couple documentaries coming out. I think it's a hip-hop joint with Paramount Plus coming out in a couple weeks. Um, I want to check that out. I think that's presented by Def Jam. do want to check that out. Uh, but aside from that, I really don't have any thing else um did you before before we got out of there now we all good were so uh yeah i mean on that note make sure that uh you know you follow suit with the same type of uh <laughs> the same directives that we give out each and every week after we give you and present to you the content um our job here is complete but you are you guys also have a job to do so your job is to make sure that y'all telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Well, it's Bun B, bitch, and I'm the king of moving chickens. Got them finger licking. Sticking niggas that be tricking. You need a swift kicking. Your ass is right for the picking. Now as my pocket sticking. I'm deep dicking, nickel slicking. You sick when I be clicking. Now take a look at the bigger nigga. My liquor swigger. Play a hater, dish digger. Figure my hair trigger. Give a hop one in your liver. You shiver, shaking quiver. I'm frivolous, silver nigga. Get wetter than a river. For what it's worth, it's the birth of some niggas doing dirt. Fuck a first night, getting off the skirt. Make the pussy hurt. Mr. the master. Hit the switcher faster, then you keep a blister bastard. Fuck your sister pastor, hit the elbows for sale. Yo, brother, bet I have my mail ho. Before I catch a murder case and go to jail, ho. Hell no, time to bail, hit the trail so we can sell more. Fucking yell, get the scale, no. Other bullet duckers can shove us out of this game. They bear the buckets, cause the cluckers, they love us. Make them glass dick suckers, shake they jelly like smokers. I hit like non chuckers. Cause your text is bring the ruckus, this for my motherfuckers. Cooking cheese, some crooked cheese, rocking up water keys to get to hook with ease. Wanna bees, get on your knees, for the squeeze from the HK 13s from here to overseas. We do what we please, don't trip as we flip. Light up a dip, I'm breaking them out from the hip to your lip. Go at that boy, skip that nigga, bud rip. With one clip, soon as the gun slip. Now I done whipped out my morelis, flying through your belly, belly, and some smelly red jelly is dripping out of your belly. Served them up like a deli, jumped on my cellular telly. Hotel it like it's going out of style, you can't see. Me Marcus, so have a motherfucking sweetness smile. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.